Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. To the two angry gamers podcast because <laughs> only two of us this week. Uh, we could say there's three and the ghost of Lucas is here, but haunting uh, us forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just hear whispers in the wind and then followed by World of Warcraft's not great anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Him and Dennis uh, decided to pull some money together and start their own trucking business. So him and Dennis are just driving across state lines and delivering things. And, you know, obviously Dennis, huge expert on trucks. So between him and Lucas, they've, I think they've got a pretty sound business plan. They, they can make this work. Um, uh. But yeah, Jamie, myself. Yeah, fun times. And you know what? You know what else is fun times? The no-cost games you get for free. Oftentimes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Some of them are, some of them are good. Some of them not so great. Uh, PlayStation Plus just keeps getting progressively worse. Um, yeah, some people said last month was pretty bad. This one I'd argue is not great either. Uh, you get FIFA 22, uh, Tribes of Midgard, and Curse of the Dead Gods. Um, yeah, I think I. I've played the last one and it, it is decent, uh, but the other two I could care less about. Um, yeah, and I already own the last one, so it's not really that big a deal. But yeah, it's a uh, kind of a disappointing lineup. Um, but they're 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 getting gearing up for this new PlayStation whatever service. Uh, so maybe that's why this is like their last hurrah of suck before they actually give us some good stuff. What? <laughs> I think there's like the bottom tier of that, like the basic tier that they're going to keep the same. It's, and yeah, yeah. tells me that because they've got this other tier that's got all this other awesome stuff, they're going to probably stop paying close attention to this bottom tier. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it, like, this, and I'll be interesting to see, like, in the next, like, four or six months, like, what does PS Plus look like if you just keep with the same relative price as what you're paying now? And don't get that like extra tier that's got all those extra games and stuff. 
So it definitely seems like their plan is to stop giving us any chance of having like the really good one. Like you know how like every once in a while they're like, oh, we give you a nice third part or first party mm -hmm. game. It might be a little old, but here you go. And then yeah. now it's like. Yeah, but that's all bundled in for the $15 a month subscription, so why would we give it to you for the low, the bottom tier? So now we'll just get, like, a bunch of third-party nonsense that no one cares about, probably, uh, like, which is kind of disappointing. I haven't paid into my PlayStation Plus in a long time because I just don't really use it anymore, but, like, mm. I'm kind of starting to think it's probably for the best. Like, it's not like before where you would get some decent stuff. Like, it just seems like it's going downhill pretty quickly here. Yeah, I do. I, I I will probably subscribe to the at least the middle tier PlayStation thing for a little bit, just because there's a couple games that I would like to play uh, that are on there. But I mean, even I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a sustainable list of stuff that they're gonna have for. It's it's, it's nowhere near as robust as the Game Pass offerings no. and. Uh, and just not even being able to say, like, hey, we're going to put our first party games on here. I get, it's really hard to recommend, like, hey, let's pay for this for, you know, a year. Uh, it's probably going to be like, a, hey, I have, there's a couple games I want to play for a month, and maybe I'll just do it for a month and then go back to the basic subscription so I can play online games. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't... Way, to, way to go, Sony. PlayStation <laughs> Plus is in an interesting place. Um, so, I mean... Uh, if I were Sony, and I know this might sound blasphemous to them, but just get rid of that bottom tier and just make online free for people. Like, I don't know. As someone who mostly plays on a PC, it still strikes me as, like, near criminal that, like, consoles will charge you just to access online features. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like... It makes sense when it's rolled in with, like, a subscription service that offers a bunch of uh, content, you know, while you're subscribed. But, like, yeah, that low tier just seems like, what What am I doing this for? I don't even, does Microsoft even have, like, their silver live plan anymore? Like, that was their bottom tier before. I don't even think they do that anymore. Like. No. <laughs> I think they got rid of their Xbox Live Service. Yeah, I think it's all wrapped into their Game Pass stuff now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, but yeah, like the Xbox Live Silver, I think that was just like a free one, and you could just yeah. sign up play for that. online stuff, yeah. But you never had to like pay anything extra, but I think they got rid of that. Uh, oh, apparently it was only on the 360 that they did that, so oh, there after you the go. 360 they got rid of that, but yeah. Just it's just a shame. Uh, I I think at a certain point Sony should evaluate whether they just get rid of this and just give people online for free because they're probably making their money back, presumably on these on this new PlayStation Plus model. So I'll be interested to see how they how they work with that in the next few months. But yeah, it's 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 not looking as great as it used to be. But what is looking great is the Epic Game Store, which. They're kind of getting into this like mystery vault game. So every like late May, early June, they do the same thing where for like four weeks they have a big sale. Uh, and then you also get, um, so you get like the sale and then also to, they used to do like a $10 off coupon, but they've changed it now where it's yeah. now 25% off. 
So it could be better, it could be worse, depending on the price <laughs> of the game you're buying. So like this is true. the higher price games, you get a little bit of a better discount. The lower yes. price games, you're not going to get for four dollars anymore or whatever the heck it was. Like that was the thing. This was when they do those sales. I would go and find a game that was like fifteen bucks because that was like the minimum that you could buy, and I mm -hmm. would just get a game that I wanted that was about fifteen. I'd just pay five. And I thought that was a pretty good deal because it's about 60 percent off. So, well, so. and they've changed it now too, where it applies to your cart, not necessarily to the title. Right. So, if you load up like what I did is I loaded up my cart with two or three titles, and I think it came to around forty dollars total, and then it took off ten. So, but if you break down the price on each of those, like I saved quite a bit on on those too because. It was per the cart, not per the title. And some of those probably wouldn't qualify otherwise for 25% uh, off. So, yeah. So, th there's that. But you also get some pretty fucking cool free games, too. So, uh, yeah. I think for, like, the next four weeks or so, there's going to be well, until June 16th. So, that's one. At least two, two more weeks, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, at least four weeks. Maybe possibly even five. Maybe. Thanks. Um, yeah, I would probably say safely four, but, uh, you got a bunch of cool free games and this is the time where they've given away like GTA five civilization six, like some pretty big triple a titles. Uh, and the first one is borderlands three, which is a pretty big get. Cause that's like an $80 game. Mind you, some people have pointed out if you buy the DLC for that, that's like almost the price of a full blown game too, but at least you're not paying full, full price for the game itself. So. Um, right. Yeah. And then there's a new mystery game that's coming uh, next week. Don't know what it is, but yeah, some people have no clues. Been, people have been posting some clues. Some people think No Man's Sky could be okay. one of them. Uh, some people have said Guardians of the Galaxy could be it. Okay. Because um, these are games that are not. So typically, Epic will not put a game for free that they've discounted also so if it's like 20 percent off it won't be free as well it's usually either or so um like guardians of the galaxy is not discounted so that that could be free um no man's sky i think is not discounted as well um yeah i personally think it's gonna be yakuza because if you look at like the chinese there's some chinese social media that epic has an account for and they posted they posted some weird memes over on that that I think are getting missed by people. And the the hit that they posted on that for this coming one seems very like Yakuza, like Japanese gang kind of related. And I looked up and there's no Yakuza game on Epic Game Store right now. But there is Yakuza Empire, which is supposedly coming to the store soon. And so it's not there yet. And it's a two-year-old game. So I'm saying, I'm guessing it's probably Yakuza Empire is my guess. Dang. So. But it could be anything, really. I'll, it take, could... it. I'll take a Yakuza game. Those are pretty good. Um... Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. But I was doing some research. And I feel confident that it could be Yakuza Empire. And I really wish uh, Epic had an easy way to play their games on the Steam Deck. I know that like that doesn't do them any good, but for me no. personally, uh, <laughs> someone figure it out and tell me how to do it easily. I'm sure there's a way right now, but uh, 
I think it requires side-loading uh, the Epic uh, Launcher on uh, on your Steam Deck and all that fun stuff. So There's uh, a launcher called the Heroic Launcher, which can load Epic games and GOG games onto your Steam Deck, but you have to do it in the desktop mode and then add those games in to the Steam thing through like the other applications it's possible um i've done it with a couple of titles but yeah i think the problem right now for me in the steam deck is that like download speeds are fucking abysmal because it's wi-fi only i still haven't gotten um like a dock that i could hook it up to with an ethernet cable or something yeah. like that which at this point i feel like is probably almost essential at this point because yeah some of the download speeds in some of these games are just terrible i haven't had a ton of issues with download speeds but i also have only been mostly downloading smaller games like i don't think i've down i think the biggest game i downloaded might have been like the witcher 3 which did okay. take a bit um but yeah yeah um cool uh so on to some news got a lot of news this week um starfield and redfall have been delayed to 2023 I'm completely unsurprised about Starfield. No. This, this, I, I feel like when they tried to say that it was going to come out this year, like most people probably were like, "Is it though? <laughs> Is it?" Uh, yeah. Disappointing for sure because I, everyone wants a new game from Bethesda. Uh, you know, they've it's been a while since they put anything out. Um, what is Redfall? Redfall was Arcane? Is that what that one was? I, yeah, I think it was, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, Redfall is an open-world co-op FPS from Arcane Austin. Okay. And, yeah, they worked on Prey and Dishonored, so... Um, yeah, I'm not that surprised. Redfall was supposed to come out in September, and... Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like, I, I mean, we hadn't really seen too much from it, so I'm not surprised. Uh, as for Starfield, like, yeah, these games, even when they do come out, they're pretty buggy, so, I mean. Did, have, have they shown anything for Starfield besides, like, some teaser stuff? Like, I don't think they've shown much at all, so, like, no. the idea that they would just be like, well, it would come out this year, but, you know, we've shown you nothing so far is kind of, would be silly to think that, I think. Uh, but maybe they would they would show some i i hope at least they show some progress when they do this like uh games week stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks that would replace whatever the hell e3 was going to be this year well i think uh bethesda and microsoft both said that yeah there's going to be a showing of it so they're going to finally i assume they're going to show some gameplay finally but who knows maybe not who knows uh but yeah Take your time. I'd rather it be a game that takes a little bit longer, but it's good, rather than a game that's rushed out and it's awful. So yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Uh, Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption Two are rumored to be uh, remade in the case of Red Dead Redemption and remastered for Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, so basically, making them making them new again. I guess. It makes sense that Red Dead Redemption would be remade. I think it would be interested to see if they do that in the Red Dead Redemption 2 engine. 
Yeah, it would make sense to do that, I think. Yeah. Uh, just so that you, know, you can consolidate your look. Uh, but I don't know how hard it would be. Um, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. If they could make it all like one thing that launches from one game or something, even that'd be like amazing. Like yeah. just to make play Red Dead Redemption. Or maybe maybe they would have you do play Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 first and then play. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah I, I think that's the order you go in. You'd play Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2, then you play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, I think if you could get it all on the same engine, that would be cool in terms of like there being like a coherent visual look. Everything all looks the same. I mean, not to right. say Red Dead Redemption on Xbox 360 and PS3 looked bad, but. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just... I, the only other the only other thing that I, I I need them to make sure they do is include the Undead Nightmare because it is my favorite, one of my favorite DLCs, and uh, I will be very disappointed if they remaster it but don't put that in there. Yeah. Um. Also, to bring Red Dead Redemption to PC because it's not on PC, and that would be cool. Because I think yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two is, but Red Dead Redemption never got out of consoles. It was always always on consoles so uh yeah i'd be i'd be interested to check this out i'm also like oh that's a lot of game like especially if they bundle those together for like 60 70 bucks or whatever like that's a lot of gaming because each of those games is probably around 100 hours each if you really get into it so yeah uh last of us remake uh rumor to be coming this holiday season bonkers <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I guess it is literally just a remake of the first game. So, I mean, hypothetically, all the story stuff's done and all that stuff. You're just sprucing. Yeah, the you're visuals. you're you're just migrating it into the Last of Us Two engine. I'm guessing is what they're probably doing, right? Like, it's yeah. got to be something along those lines where they're just taking some of those levels, rebuilding them in their newer engine. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm assuming including the DLC from the first game and all that. I wonder if they'll put the multiplayer because that'd be uh, that'd be pretty nice uh, to include that. Question is, will Pedro Pascal be the one that's Joel in this one? You know, I was just wondering, like, when is the show supposed to air, and when if because if it's going to air around the same time, like, I wouldn't be surprised if at least there's some skins that are uh, included that that uh, you could do. See, that's what I'm thinking, right? Like, yeah, I, you know, not to be too cynical, but like, you could use this to promote the, the show, right? Like, absolutely, you come off the remake. Yeah. You can, ha I don't know who, who's playing Ellie, I don't remember the actress's name, but I know Pedro Pascal is playing Joel. Like, just have it where you can have a Joel Pedro Pascal skin, yeah, because I guess they would probably do a skin, they wouldn't want to fuck with it to the point where it's like this is the only version you can play, uh, but yeah. I'd be just curious how much this ties into that show because the timing does seem a little suspicious. So I'm like pretty sure it's supposed to come out later this year. So yeah, that would track if that's the timing for this remaster remake and maybe put it on PC too. Question yeah. Hey, there you go. That's great. That, that game isn't on PC, huh? No, I was yeah. just thinking that. I don't think it is. Neither of them are. And they, and since Sony's been better about putting their stuff on there, it would make sense to maybe do that and release the second one on PC around the same time. We got some news on that later too. Uh, but we also got news on Death Stranding 2, everyone's favorite FedEx simulator. Uh, 
yeah, FedEx or <laughs> FedEx two got confirmed. Death Stranding two was confirmed by Norman Reedus. He did an interview and he's like, "Yep, working on Death Stranding two. We're all like, "Thanks, Norman Reedus." <laughs> I like the first one enough. Uh, I would be cool playing another one of those. I never finished it though. Uh, I have mm. the director's cut, and I need to go back and actually like get through it. Um, what I find interesting is that game was a little slow, but like once you get to like later, like close to the end of that game, there was some really cool combat stuff and traversal stuff. That like I see people be like, it's just a delivery game, but I'm like, did you play through the entire game? Because like once you get to the end, like it gets to be a bit more of an action game than you're probably expecting. So. Uh, and presumably Death Stranding 2 will kind of continue that and be I think like for people who were complaining that the first one was just the delivery simulator like I think the second one could pick up at a place where it, it's a little bit more action oriented so address that concern for people but yeah we don't know when it's coming out or hey maybe Norman Reedus just smoked too much pot and he doesn't know what he's talking about but I would like to think did. I like to think we're getting a Death Stranding 2. I, too, like the first game. I think it's a little criminally underrated, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Marvel Snap got announced. It's a collectible card game set in the Marvel Universe, and it's comprised of a team composed of Hearthstone veterans. So. It'd be yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, looks... A lot different from Hearthstone, so there's no turns or anything. Everything all happens at the same time, so if you put down a card, your opponent can put down a card at the same time. There's really no restraint on that. And yeah, looked looked interesting enough. It, there's like three locations that your team has to try to get control of, so they said there was some strategy in like choosing... Or no, there's three, but you need two to win, so... There was some strategy, like, which ones do you prioritize? Do you maybe put some on one area and try to get it over another and stuff like that? And there was a bunch of different cards and stuff. Uh, and they did say that the game was, like, as free to play as humanly possible. Obviously, there's going to be some microtransactions. But they said that there is ways for you to collect all the cards in the game without paying anything. So, we'll see. Something tells me, especially with Marvel, there's so many aesthetic stuff, like... You could get Spider-Man, then they might just be like, well, pay $20 and you get Symbiote Spider-Man or something like that. Uh, like, I don't know. So you said that it's, it's like, uh, like they pl players are playing at the same time, so it's just like whoever gets cards out faster uh, kind of situation. There's uh, a little bit of that, yeah. Like it's, Interesting. Yeah, because whereas with Hearthstone, like there's it's turn-based, so you take your turn, you wait, and then your opponent takes a turn. Like It's a little bit slower in that regard. This is a lot faster. It just seems like cards are just flying onto the de onto the. Interesting. Battlefield. I'll have to check that out. Sounds it sounds cool. Um, and if it's free, then hell yeah, I will. I will check it out. Yeah, and they did say this mobile for sure, and then they're working on a alpha version for PC as well. So. Yeah, and I imagine like Hearthstone, it'll probably carry over your progress between the PC and the mobile version. So. Mm hmm. So, yeah, uh, probably not for everybody, but, I mean, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a collectible card game fan, it's probably worth checking out. Uh, Next-gen version of Witcher 3 Wild Hunt planned for release in Q4 of 2022. So, 
those are the versions for PS5 and Xbox Series X. It's good that they finally uh, gave a, another date because I think it was supposed to be like earlier this year, and then it got like in, un, indefinitely delayed when the uh, Russian studio that was working on it kind of they said nope, <laughs> not yeah. anymore. You're not. Uh, yeah. So so it's cool that they're still going to be able to get it out this year. I, uh, yeah, I mean, part of me is like, this is quite an old game. I don't know, like, I'm sure there's some people who are going to be very excited to check this out, um, but part of me is like, uh, is this really not that exciting? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a, like, pressing, like, right? I, surprisingly enough, I am, I'm like, I'm gonna play Witcher 3 again, because it could play it on the Steam Deck, and Portable Witcher 3 sounds like something that would be good, but, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know if I'll play it again on a console, just because of the graphics being improved, and, and load times are being well, uh, improved, but maybe, maybe I'll check it out. Also, to be the pessimist, too, you could just be like, I can play this on PC, and it looks better already, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Oh, Fall Guys going free to play, and it's coming to more platforms, so you can soon play Fall Guys on Xbox and the Nintendo Switch. It's also coming to the Epic Game Store as well. Um, so I honestly thought it was already free to play, but that's because they gave it away for free on PlayStation uh, when it first came out, and that was the only way I played it was through the free free copy. So I did. I yeah. forgot all about it. Yeah. Uh, fun little game, though. I mean, yeah. Uh, apparently, too, they say that you're going to be able to continue your progress on all platforms. So whether you're playing on any of the PlayStations, Xboxes, Switch, or PC, all of your progress will carry over between all different versions, which is pretty wild. So, um, But yeah, they're introducing the Battle Pass, which I guess is probably their way of still monetizing the game, even though it's free to play. So, you know, you'll still be able to give them money. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. They'll take your money. Um, yeah. So uh, this this is maybe not the most exciting, but I think it'll be cool for people to check out. I, I think it's a game that you might play for like a day or two and then probably just move on, but some people might get into it, so. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, PlayStation is investing an additional $300 million into existing first-party studios, noting, we aim to grow the game business by strengthening our first-party software and deploying that software on multiple platforms. Uh, this likely refers to PC releases, so. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can get it, like, day and date. Like, if God of War Ragnarok yeah. day one is PC and PS5, that would be pretty great. Yeah. I mean, so I think there's a benefit to do it either way. Like, if you if you can release it day and date, like, you do get the, the PC uh, boost to your sales immediately... Um, but if you don't and you like stagger it a little bit, maybe like like three months or something like that. I'm trying mm -hmm. to think of of a reasonable 
window, uh, then you know you drive more hardware hardware sales for a little bit potentially uh, when people see something that they want to play that they can't get elsewhere, uh, yeah. and then or they'll just wait for it to come out on PC. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be it'll be curious to see what their strategy is there because I think you can go either either way with that and still be successful. Um, yeah. yeah it, Definitely cooler if they get like a, a little faster cadence on on re- releasing these games on PC because yeah they would, I think Death Stranding was like a two year delay and and Horizon was like a three or four year delay after that game came out where they got it out on PC but uh, they seem to be slowly shortening that gap uh, a little bit but not not quite quick enough. I'd be curious if they could just do it with like one game just as like a little test to see how it does. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to be your big AAA game. Just choose a game that, like, is a first-party exclusive, and you can release it day and date on PC as well. And just see how it does. I have a feeling that because with PCs it's interesting because when you sell it, you're you're not having to worry about, like, what your install base is. Like, whereas with if you put it on console, you have to think, well, how many PlayStation 5s are at in homes, which is probably not as much as some people might think with the shortages and all that. Um, whereas if you just put it on PC, like all of a sudden that opens it up. Like if someone has a gaming desktop or laptop, you know, like you've got an Acer Predator or something like that, you got a Steam Deck, you can you can start playing. So your, your potential install base for this expands greatly. I think the big thing for any pc release and what probably holding them back is probably the piracy of it all because piracy on pc is is pretty rapid and it's pretty easy to put a game out and then have it get hacked and all that stuff and get right that so i'm not even familiar with what sony does for their uh for their uh anti-piracy measures like do they use a drm that is it's like like i don't think they do anything with drm that's nearly as aggressive as some of the other companies like uh, no Ubisoft. i don't think they do um and it's like i don't know uh i like i was reading an interesting article where god of war was like one of the top selling games on steam and it also was being pirated quite a bit <laughs> so it's like yeah it's it, it's an issue but i think st- sales of of God of War on PC were still pretty strong. So it's like, you know, I think no matter what, it's going to be something that's going to be an issue. But, you know, I think nowadays people like the convenience of something like Steam where it's always in your library, you know, or at the game store. I mean, it doesn't have to be specifically Steam, but like once you've got that game, it's in there for life. You can install Steam 20 years from now and it'll still be there and you can still play God of War if you really wanted to, so... Right. So we'll see. I, I I would love for more Sony games to come to PC. I'm still waiting on Spider Man. Like, put out Spider Man so I could put in the mods. That would be amazing. Yeah, it uh, seems like a notable uh, absence for sure. Is, is Spider Man? Yeah. Uh, a well-known leaker who knows goes by the name Dust Golem posted images from a new Silent Hill game on Twitter before. Their account was locked and the images were removed. Um, so, yeah, looks like, uh, yeah, Sony or Konami or whoever basically came in and was like, you got to remove those images. So they they were removed. But, I mean, this, uh, did you get a chance to see the images at all? 
Yeah, so it was like it was like a hallway that was like made out of post-it notes on one of them. Uh, there was some like hoarder-looking like house pictures. There was like a bunch of garbage in in a house, um, and then there was another one that was like a person's face with a bunch of writing on it. Uh, it was kind of kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know like what kind of angle they're going for. It definitely looked a lot brighter than I would have expected for a Silent Hill game. Um, because yeah. usually Silent Hill like just has that dingy, like rusty, um, kind of aesthetic in it. So I was expecting to see more of something like that. So it'll, it'll be interesting. A lot of some of the comments I was seeing were like, "Uh, this is just going to end up being Life is Strange, uh, Silent Hill," because it had some sort of vibe that was similar to that. Uh, and then another one I saw was that. Uh, the, the people that did Layers of Fear have been rumored to be working on it, and a lot of people have been uh, concerned that they don't have the strength in their team to make it what Silent Hill deserves. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, I think that, that some of those games that those guys have put out have been pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I will be interested to see if this is, uh, like, what other parts come out for for this uh, but if if the leak is real i just want a silent hill game damn it i don't care what it is like like <laughs> unless it's completely devoid of anything silent hill psychological horror kind of thing then i'll be disappointed but uh yeah other than that just give me something and, and then we'll worry about if it's good or not after it's out also like from the images i could be wrong but it looks almost like a first person perspective it does, yeah. I think I think you're right, um, which would be cool because, like, you know, we got that tease of PT years ago. Oh my God, it's been almost ten years now, <laughs> and uh, never got never got to see that realized. I think if they could do something similar uh, to PT with some some cool, um, you know, presentation like that, that would be great. Um, Just, just I, make Silent Hill, guys. Come on. Yeah, I'd be down for more Silent Hill. I think for me, the big thing is like I I don't mind the brighter imagery as much because yeah, yeah. I as someone who watches a ton of horror movies, like horror can take place in the daytime or nighttime. It for me, it doesn't make a difference. I think it could yeah. still be terrifying. If anything, I think like the brighter colors and that might give some people some comfort before you start yanking it away from them, scaring the shit out of them. So. I, I don't know. I'd be kind of curious to see, um, you know, A, does it stick with this first-person perspective? Because it definitely looks like it. Like, I don't know. Uh, it could be third-person, too, but it looks first-person to me, which I think kind of makes it a little scarier because you're, you're very limited with what you can see when it's first-person like that. So, Right. I'm all from any new horror video games, like, I, I mean, as much as I may have some small issues with Evil Dead the game, like, we'll talk about that later, but it, it's still, like, hey, we're getting horror video games. I'll, I'll still laud them, even if they're not always the greatest, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead Space Remake, speaking of horror games, coming uh, January 27th, so. Man, it seems so far, but it won't be that long. Um no. And uh, I am excited for that. I, the the original Dead Space was like one of those like I don't know. It, it, it was the first sci-fi horror game that I thought did like that 
really well uh, that I can remember. And it had that whole like Resident Evil 4 kind of vibe to it with the over-the-shoulder stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which was one of my favorite games of all time. So uh, it definitely holds a, a nice place in my in my heart for, for some survival horror. And uh, man, the, the, it was like... It was like Resident Evil meets the the thing, and it was like the coolest, uh, the, one of the coolest games I remember playing when it came out. So I'm super stoked for it. I hope, I hope that they manage to get in enough surprises and changes from like the original one to make it like worth going back to, and it's not just mm -hmm. like a, a you know beat for beat uh, remake. But if it is, I'd still play it again just because I love that game so much. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played it in ages, so I feel like for me, I would want to check this out because I don't remember too much from the first game. So yeah, like it's been oh god, when did the first one come out? Like two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Yeah, I think you're right. I think two thousand eight. I think that I was, sounds about right. I was working at EA around that time, and I remember that was a big thing at that time. So yeah, because uh, it was Xbox three hundred and sixty. So it would have been it would have been in that 2000, 2008, you know, eight, yeah. 2009 range. Came out October. I think, I think the third one was 2011 or something. That's, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the days. Man, I don't miss working at EA. That was... I know people <laughs> like to shit on EA, but as someone who actually worked for EA, I can tell you, yeah, they're probably right to be shot on. So. <laughs> I remember the game I worked on the most was... Um, it was a pandemic. Was that this the studio? That sounds. Uh, pandemic was the one. Their their logo was like a, a gas mask or something, right? Yeah, yeah. They did the. Um, let me look this up here. Yeah, they made, they made the uh, mercenaries games, but the one that I worked on was the Saboteur, which was like. An open world GTA ass game set in World War Two. So when you go play that game, if you ever do, just remember Kurt worked on that, and it's not a great game, but who cares? Uh, anyways, um, the tactical Marvel game from XCOM 2's Firaxis Midnight Suns has been raided in South Korea, hinting that news of its release will be imminent. Um, All right. They did say the second half of 2022, so that literally could be in the next couple of months even, too, right? Like, like it could be a September release, possibly. I wouldn't be surprised. Because... I would be cool with that. Uh, I need I need more X-Men, Marvel uh, uh, <laughs> strategy games in my life, man. Uh, well, I'm thinking, what? Like, I think mid like in the second half would probably be like anytime after June. So yeah, yeah. it could be like July, August, September. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how much gets announced in the next couple of weeks uh, with 100%. dates that are this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and final bit of news is Pokemon home version two has been updated as compatibility with Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends RCS. Finally, you can finally move your Pokemon in, into Pokemon Home, or vice versa. You can take Pokemon that are in your Pokemon Home and put them into those games. Uh, I think it's a little too late because those games came out back in November, I think, for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. And I want to say, like, when did Pokemon Legends RCS come out? It was 
probably like January or something. Yeah, it was it was it was towards the beginning of the year, I think. Yeah. That sounds about right. Like I feel like most people are done playing that game. So, uh, it's I'm not really a big fan of what Nintendo and Pokemon Company are doing these days of like waiting too long because it feels like they're trying to stretch out how long people play that game. Uh, yeah, January twenty eighth is when it came out. So. It just seems a little bit of a cheap play to be like, hey, come play this game again because we finally added this thing that should have probably been there at launch. But, yeah, it's there. I have a bunch of shinies that I'm going to migrate over pretty soon. So, Okay, that's it for the news. Let's get on with what we've been playing. Um, well, we can both talk about Evil Dead, the video games. We've both been playing it. Um... I got a review copy. You you've just, you've you bought it uh, with your own money, but yep. So arguably, you've got more invested in it than I do. But <laughs> what do you what do you think of uh, Evil Dead the game so far? Um, so I like what it's trying to do. Um, so basically, Evil Dead the game is a four v one asymmetrical. Uh, horror game uh where where four of the characters are survivors uh from the evil dead franchise yeah, they have some from pr pretty much every entry in the in the series along with the tv show uh the only uh ones they didn't bother putting in was anyone from the the fetty alvarez uh remake or reboot whatever the heck i'm that, a little bit uh, upset about that because i actually yeah. like that movie me too, and I thought that maybe they'd throw it in there, but I guess, like, despite having an Ash uh, stinger at the end of that movie to kind of hint that they're all in the same universe, they decided to ignore it. Maybe they'll put it in as DLC, but, uh, yeah. So, I, but other, I it's, uh, at it's, least the Jane Levy character, Mia. Yeah, like, at, yeah. At least her. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and it's, uh, it's cool, like to, to see at least. I, I'm glad they at least put the characters from Ash versus Evil Dead in there because I like, I like uh, Pablo and uh, Kelly, uh, and I think that it's cool that they were included in it, despite not having as much of a, uh, you know, historical connection to the series. I think that it's, it's awesome that they made sure to to make sure that is a uh, part of it. But yeah, anyway, so you, you you can either play as one of those characters and and you kind of uh, have a team of four, or you play as the demon, um, and uh, it's like a it's like a PvP uh, for the most part game. Uh, so it's it's the one player is playing the demon, or you're playing. And I haven't done the demon myself yet, um, which is probably something I should try doing uh, mm. soon. But I've only played as a survivor because I was playing with some people. Um, and and basically, uh, you either are trying to uh, find some some relics and eventually uh, destroy the Necromonicon uh, to win, or if you're the demon, you're trying to just kill all the survivors, or also uh, destroy the Necromonicon. Was it? Is it the? Never mind. The 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 Necromonicon the Necronomicon uh, does not need to be destroyed by the survivors. It needs to be destroyed by the demon if they get to that last phase. But if yeah. if you're the survivors, you want to cast a spell to basically banish the evil dead. Uh, I think is what the difference is. Uh, but but yeah, like so so you're you're trying to uh, fight the other team, and and if you're the demon, you can basically summon a bunch of uh, squishy little 
uh, demon guys uh, by collecting power and then summoning things to attack the survivors. Um, and and you can summon more powerful enemies uh, that have uh, more specialized attacks as you get more power. Um, and, and yeah, your basic goal on that side is just to keep the other players from being able to get to the end. Uh, and if you are a survivor, you are trying to find a map uh, that will eventually lead you to the Kandarian Dagger, and then eventually that'll lead you to the Necronomicon, and then you have to, like, zap some some old demon uh, guys to, to get the Necronomicon to spawn, and then you can you can defend an area until until uh, a spell is cast. Uh, it's it's a cool, like, concept. There, there's a couple issues I have with it. Um, uh, but it's it's got some cool stuff where there's progression. Uh, you can level up, you know, different stats uh, as a survivor or the demon uh, to kind of, like, make your guy more powerful with melee attacks uh, and uh, having, like, health recharge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's it's kind of got, like, a neat uh, progression. The, the issues uh, are that sometimes you don't find weapons readily and you can just get really screwed early on if you don't find, like... A decent uh, melee weapon or a decent gun, um, but yeah, it's 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 not that bad. Um, and I guess the other uh, the other issues that I had with it is just, there's just one map right now, which is kind of a bummer. Um, that so is like getting you, changed. I I will say like, that's good. Okay, so the, so like yeah. right now there's just one map and there's like two. I think there's like two ways it like ends up being able to be played but yeah, yeah if they add some more maps to it um i think that the variety there would be nice to have um yeah. they're adding the castle from army of darkness okay that's cool that's cool yeah so so yeah i think the the issue i have with the map right now is just like it's in the woods and it's creepy and that's fine and there's a bunch of shacks and cabins and little houses you can explore and, and you kind of got to uh you know forage in in the houses to try to find ammo and weapons and, and upgrades um but the the yeah it'd be cool like if they had like some more diverse like maps so yeah, if they're adding the castle from army of darkness that's cool i think they should add like an smart map where you're like inside like the the walmart uh mm-hmm. store basically like scrounging for shit or something i think that could be cool or like a more modern map basically um that's not uh not in the woods somewhere like it's more like a city area would be kind of neat um yeah it's it's good i think i think the only the only other thing is it just feels a little light on customization um Mm -hmm. like they do have a lot of character variety but like they don't have a lot of like i bought the deluxe version so i got all like the dlc costumes and stuff with it and they're fine but there's not a ton of them and uh yeah i feel like they could definitely have some more stuff like give me some different chainsaws and stuff like that or, or some skins for some 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 other stuff i don't know give me hats i don't care just let me do some more customization of my character other than like i am army of darkness ash or i am uh i am i am uh night ash from army of darkness or i am uh what's the other the s mart ash from army of darkness there's like three that one character has and a couple other ones are just like it's ash with a different shirt uh you know so it's it's just it, it feels like they could do some more fun stuff there that they kind of uh, didn't want to go too far crazy on so maybe maybe they'll be adding more with the season pass as it goes did you do the solo missions yet yeah so that was my other issue with the game 
is that like in order to unlock all the characters, they have these solo missions that yeah. um that are kind of hard as fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so it'll be like it'll be like a really minor scenario where it's like, uh, oh, here's here's where you are, and you got to go to a couple different places from like the stories from the movie and uh, or the movies, and then do some stuff. Like the first one, I think, is based on uh, the original one where you're just kind of you're going to the the woods and you have to find Cheryl's uh, head and then you know dig a hole and bury it and then defend an area for a bit and it's it's fine like it's it's not particularly easy though uh, yeah. and in order to unlock the ash versus evil dead ash you have to beat that first one mm-hmm. uh and and if you're like if you haven't been playing it like for very long you've only played the tutorial it's pretty tough like the combat is not necessarily like some you're just going to go in there and be like oh i get it right away so like i i think that what they tried to do was make it so that you would get used to the combat from playing them, but I think they're just they skew a little bit on the difficult side, um, and it's kind of a bummer that like some of the characters, like Pablo, is an unlockable character, and he you have to beat like the third or fourth mission with with yep. the to get him, and I haven't gotten through it yet. I'm um, still like on the third mission, which I failed uh, just barely uh, at the very end there uh, because I had had to fight a uh a demon with my with my uh melee weapon and it was just it was too strong like it was doing some lightning bolt stuff that was just fucking me up um yeah yeah but the, those those solo missions are they're not particularly engaging in in terms of like what they're doing it's like a it's like a glorified uh pve uh th- you know tutorial mission kind of but it's 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 fine it's just they're, they're a little too tough and i wish they didn't gate the characters only through that i wish there was another alternative way to unlock some of them mm-hmm. um because that's a bit of a bummer um yeah i mean the graphics are good and it runs well it's just uh it's it's the the biggest issues i have with it are, are the content it's a little sparse for for I mean it is it's a forty dollar game for uh, for the the base game which isn't terrible uh, if you're thinking about value for a dollar but like I do wish they had added a little bit more and I'm a little concerned that the uh, that because it's a online only uh, a PvP game that if if people don't latch onto it now it's gonna die really fast which oh, would yeah. be a bummer yeah. And I guess the closest comparison I have for a game like this is the Friday the 13th game, which, as many of you know, I fucking loved. Like, I played that game pretty much every day for probably a solid year. Um, I I really enjoyed that game. I feel like with Evil Dead, it it suffers because, unlike Friday the 13th, Evil Dead's only had, what, three movies? Four, if you count the remake. Whereas Friday the Thirteenth had like twelve movies in total, uh, yeah. So there's a lot more content to pull from, which I feel like kind of works against this because I agree that like the content is a little sparse. Um, honestly, I, I would have even been fine if they came up with like original characters if they were just like, yeah, here's the characters we we invented. Yeah, what they could if... just like take a character from like the the S Mart and just make him a playable. I don't know, like make S Mart employee. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I I do like the game. Uh, I think it's a solid game. I've been playing a little bit of everything, so I played a little bit of. I did the solo missions. Well, actually, I completed all the solo missions. 
Uh, do you know who the last character you unlock is? Uh, it's it's the king guy, right? Like yeah. it's the Arthur. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Arthur is pretty fucking cool. Uh, I I play as a whole lot of Arthur. I also play as uh, Army of Darkness Ash, just because. When I've been playing the most, uh, yeah. it's been Army of Darkness Ash. Yeah. Uh, I I have a lot of fun with this. I feel like. My major complaint with this game is that the game definitely teams, seems to skew a little bit towards the demons in terms of balancing. I don't know. I'm trying to I think it depends a... on which. I think it depends on which. Like, so I have I've played uh, a couple uh, matches at, against two of them. I haven't played against the third type, but like the balance when I was playing against the the army of darkness demon like when when evil ash is the big bad guy on the other side and you're fighting the skeletons i can't remember which demon type that one was but th that one was like way easier compared to when i played the the one where the dudes are like the lightning guys and they teleport and fucking yeah uh the puppeteer one i think is what that one was called but that one was way harder and if and and after i started seeing like that that was hard like it feels like everyone's picked that every time i play it now yeah um. Yeah, the possessor. I don't know if it's possessor or puppeteer, but I think that's the one you're talking about. That's the one that I find is like pretty, pretty overpowered. Yeah. Um, like that one can take control of allies and got a lot. It, it needs to be nerfed quite a bit. I mean, it's just not really fun to play against, and even if you're playing as that, it just seems way too easy. Um. That was something I've really had an issue with. Some of the other ones are not so bad. Uh, like, I like playing as Evil Ash, the one from Army of Darkness. That's fun. But, again, it seems like everyone always chooses the Possessor. Uh, the Possessor is the one that most people seem to latch onto, and that's the one that seems a little overpowered. So, I, I think for the sake of balancing, they need to fix that. But, that's just me. Uh, yeah, I, I do agree that, like, I think it lacks a lot of characters. Like, I feel like there need to be some more content. I do like the idea they had of, like, playing these solo missions and unlocking characters, but there's only, like, four of them. There's, like, not that many, and even after you do that, you're like, okay, could have used a little bit more. Um, again, I don't, <laughs> I would taper expectations for how much we're going to get, though, because, again... These movies are not as expansive as like a Friday the 13th or even Nightmare on Elm Street or anything like that. So I don't know how many characters they have to pull, but it's probably not that many. Right. Um, but unless they start pulling from the uh, <laughs> the Fetty the Alvarez version, start pulling some characters from there. Yeah. And you get at least one more movie to pull from. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like that's that's my that's the another thing is just it just feels like there's just not enough there. And even as you play as, like, the different characters and stuff, you're probably going to find one or two that you really gravitate towards, and then the rest just you don't play as. Like, I don't really play as too many other characters aside from Arthur and, uh, well, for the heroes at least, uh, Army of Darkness Ash and, and Lord Arthur. Um, so, But also, yeah. like, they, they kind of, like, encourage you. Like, so the, the way the progression works is that, like, you unlock skills per character. So, like, if you are spreading the wealth and, like, 
oh, I'm playing as a whole bunch of different characters, like, you're not going to be as effective as if you'd spent your time kind of, like, learning one character until you can get them uh, more more uh, more skills unlocked and more, more points mm-hmm. in, in your skill tree. Uh, so, yeah, it, it kind of, like, to me, it just seems like it's not as good an idea to, to go to play a bunch of different characters. So just kind of pick one or two and focus on them for a bit, and then uh, hopefully you'll do better because... The, the bonuses you get are nice, um, you know, as you as you're playing through. They're they're not like game breakingly nice, but uh, you know they definitely make a difference uh, in, in how much damage you're doing and how much uh, health you're recovering and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. What would you give it a score of? Net like a seven and a half, eight out of ten. I'll go eight. Yeah. I think it's good. I think there's room for improvement. Um, I think that the love that they've shown to the to the franchise is is apparent, and they're definitely like fans of it. And I just I think that that as long as they support it, and uh, you know they can they can continue to make it better, I think it'll be a, a solid game. And I'm just hoping that people will um, will kind of like not get driven away immediately. So so yeah, it's, I'm I'm sitting at an eight right now. Yeah, I'm sitting at an eight as well. It is a good game. It's just, I do wonder if, like, in a month time, in three months time, what this game will look like. And I, I yeah. don't, I hate to say this, but I'm not overly optimistic. But right. I would love to be proven wrong on this, to be honest. So. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just a lot of those games that like have come out. They're asymmetrical games. They don't have the same power unless you're Dead by Daylight. Apparently, that game is like unkillable uh, because everyone. <laughs> plays that one but uh yeah like they had that predator game like i don't think anyone plays that anymore. i think right. it's dead that... by daylight it's probably the worst one in terms of gameplay yeah i don't I, I never got into dead by daylight because i I was like this isn't exceptionally fun for me uh no. i guess the, playing as the killer in that game is kind of cool because there's like a lot of different things you could do but like as a survivor i was not having a fun time in that game i did not get it um but yeah at least in this game, like the survivors, like they can and they can fucking fuck some shit up. Like it's fun to like to take your chainsaw and you know drill it through a bunch of deadites heads. Uh, I enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, I guess I'll I'll go. Cool. Fish up what I got. Uh, I started playing Borderlands 3 because that was free. And I'm like, I actually was playing it on my PS4. And then I was getting angry with the game because it's very difficult at times. So I returned it. Uh, and I never finished it. And I was like, keep telling myself, I want to finish this game eventually. But I returned it because this is, I think it was the last time I ever bought a game physically. And I was like, I just went back and I'm like, I don't like this. And I want my money back. And they just gave me my money back. And that was it. So I've been playing it now. Uh, It is still tough. But I feel like I have a bit more control. Since I'm playing on PC now. Uh, And it's it's okay. I changed up the class that I was playing as. So when I originally played Borderlands 3. I played as the one that summons the pets. Um, I forget the name. So... Some... Talk about yeah yeah the dude with the beard right yeah uh and then on this one i decided i was going to play as the one that's the girl that summons the mech and i actually find that's more fun that's a little bit more of my style um 
He's I, like the one that's more like the gunner, right? Or yeah, kind of like the dude from the first game or the second game that had like the dual wielding guns. Like it's more just like yeah, pure yep. DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, and the great thing is, is when I I've got it set up now, where like when I summon my mech, I am pretty much like I I don't have to worry about ammo. I I literally just keep firing, and it replenishes my ammo at a rate where I'm not really ever at a point where I have to worry about that mall. So just playing through that and it's maybe it's cause it's free, but I'm actually enjoying it more. I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been okay. I still don't think it's as good as borderlands too, but I think maybe I wasn't giving it the fair shake the first round time around compared to now. I think I'm, I'm sitting at like probably like a seven and a half out of 10. Uh, it does play a lot better than borderlands too. Like, it's smoother. Everything runs better. Like you can tell under the hood, even though it looks and plays similar to Borderlands one and two, it's a completely different game in the sense that like, it just feels better. Yeah. They definitely streamlined like a lot of the crap that like was obnoxious in the earlier Borderlands games. Uh, and, uh, I think the traversal and like teleporting around the map is made a lot easier in that one. Uh, so Mm -hmm. it's not as much backtracking. It felt like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know what it is about that one. I d- it didn't grab me as much as two either. And, uh, it's not, I don't know. It, maybe it's the villains. It might just be the villains were just un, unappealing, uh, kind of, kind of didn't like Yeah. That. The villains are kind of, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm like, I don't really care about you two. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing is handsome. Jack, ha- handsome Jack was the best. Right. Um, Okay. Uh, I still play a ton of Steam Deck, and uh, I'm curious, Jamie, you're going to talk about your experience with Steam Deck too, but like, I've mostly been playing Among Us on it, and I, I, it's funny, I've got this like, great machine that can play pretty much most PC games, and what do I play on it? Among Us. But it's also just like, I don't, I think I find myself watching something at the same time as playing something on my deck, and I've just kind of got into the habit of playing among us and it's been kind of fun. Like, uh, I for I like back when the pandemic was at its heights and like, we're talking like 2020, well, 2020 probably. Yeah. Was like the big, was like the worst year for COVID. Uh, I was pretty much stuck at home. Most of the time I played a ton of among us that holiday, just playing it with people and just, I don't know. I mean, we weren't able to see family or anything, and but we were able to play Among Us. And when I was going through my Steam Deck, I was like, oh, that's like mostly compatible. It does, I think the big issue is sometimes you have to type when you're talking to others, and that's a little bit tough to do on the deck. But they've added in some pre-canned messages that you can choose. So it can just be like, so-and-so is suspicious, and you don't have to type the whole thing out. So that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was playing Among Us, and... They've added these cubes that you can activate. So as you progress through your matches and you deceive people or figure out who's the imposter, you uh, get points for this cube, and then you can go into that cube and unlock things within it. So there's some pretty cool unlocks, like pets. You can have pets follow you around, some different outfits and stuff. It's Among Us, so it's not super detailed or anything. It's more cute than anything. But I've kind of gotten a little addicted to just trying to be like, I'm going to try to unlock this little lava pet thing. So, um, but one issue I've been running into with my switch and I, I 
don't know what it could be, but it doesn't always recognize my micro SD, and I have to like eject it, put it back in, and restart the deck, and then it recognizes it again. So I don't know what's up with that. Weird. But, yeah. But I'm gonna run through what I've installed on my on my deck so far. I've got Among Us, Skyrim, Fable: The Anniversary Collection, Half Life Two, Jackbox Party Pack Seven, Jet Set Radio, Just Cause Four, Kingdom New Lands, The Mega Man X Collection, Portal, Putt Putt Goes to the Moon, bit of a random one, Resident Evil Four, The Sega Genesis Collection, Sonic Two, Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, and Witcher Three. So I've got a good collection of games on my uh, Steam Deck. I think I'm waiting for like a good solid Steam sale so I can buy some games with more intent to play them on the deck. Because most of these are games I've already had in my library that just work on the Switch and I've just been playing through them. But yeah. Uh, and then finally, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Uh, that was also a game, kind of like Borderlands 3. I started playing it on consoles and I stopped playing. Um, and uh, I've been playing it on PC. A friend had a code for it and he's like i don't want this do you want it i'm like yeah sure so i've been playing on pc and i've been playing a little bit more of it than i did on consoles it's pretty fun uh if you're not too sure it's basically the sigma versions of the first three games in the ninja gaiden franchise uh so you got ninja gaiden one two and three uh they're hard games like really hard like this is in a pre from software games world where games were hard and it was like more crazy that they were now we play more harder games and i think we're all a little bit more okay with it so i think playing through this it's it's hard but it's hard in a way where i feel like nowadays i'm a little bit more accepting of it than i would have back then so right. um taking my time with it but having fun with that nice all right jamie what have you been playing and also you've got switch finally yeah, so so the the my Steam Deck arrived and uh, I have not uh, have not put an SD card in it yet. Uh, so I've I've been like picking and choosing what I've been playing. Uh, but what's uh, your built-in storage? Which one did you get for that? I got the two fifty six, which is okay. it's it's plenty of storage for like you know most stuff. As long as you're not installing like a bunch of Baldur's Gate three uh, <laughs> size games, you're oh, probably. Oh, I wanted to right. install Baldur's Gate three, and then I saw how big it was. I'm like, nah, never mind. Yeah, so that was actually one of the first ones I installed. Uh, so, so, let's see. Uh, I got how the Steam that, Deck. I I installed Baldur's Gate 3. I'm so curious. Cause... It kind of runs. Uh, okay. So there's some issues. Like, it looks fine. There's some visual weirdness because I wasn't sure which uh, graphics uh, API to use. Because, like, they're like, you can use uh, the, the, was it, Vulcan renderer? Or you can use... Uh, DirectX, and I'm like, well, I don't know what the hell to use on this thing, so I tried both, and I think I had issues with both, um, okay. where it just had some weird texture stuff going on, where, like, like some texture flicker uh, would happen, um, which is kind of odd. And then the other thing that the game doesn't really do well is the mouse and keyboard controls that you would normally use are a little clunky with the Steam Deck. And it's, it's, it's something that I think if I'd spent more time trying to customize it it would be um you know more workable but like because of the way like you have to like pull up the keyboard uh in a certain like shortcut it just didn't feel great to do that and i was having some difficulty uh like mousing around like you would in um in like in the game normally uh so i think that 
I'm guessing that they're going to be working on that to like improve the experience there because I think mm -hmm. that's why it's not Steam verified right now. It's just because there's a little bit of clunkiness going on and some visual funkiness going on. Um, so yeah, that I think it's playable. I just don't think that like right now I was like originally I'm like this is the game I want to play on here. I want to play a fuck ton of Baldur's Gate in bed. And it'll be great. Uh, but then when I got in there, I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel as good as I was hoping it would. Uh, so that was a little disappointing. Uh, so I uninstalled it, and I'm going to wait for them to to add some more support for that. Um, uh, but some of the other games I've been playing on there, I, I, I picked up the Aperture Desk Job, which is kind of like the introduction to the Steam Deck, um, to where they kind of like basically have like a, a mini little portal themed experience where you you're you're a worker at aperture and you're doing stuff and the the steam deck controller is basically your desk in the game and uh it's pretty funny it's like a short probably 30 minute thing that you could do um but it's worth going through and doing it just so you can like hey here's all the, the features of this of the steam deck yeah, in case you didn't want to know like you can you can use these buttons in the back and the buttons on the top and all this fun stuff. It's it's very much a like a here's how your hardware works kind of experience, um, uh, like a pack-in game uh, type thing. So it's uh, it's it's fun and it's funny and it gives you a little bit of Cave Johnson uh, uh, backstory lore stuff, which is kind of cool. Um, That's cool. But yeah, I played through that and and, and had some fun with that. Uh, some of the things that I was disappointed that I couldn't install uh, was I was really excited because I was like, I'll play some Halo Infinite on this thing. And mm. sure enough, it is completely unsupported. Uh, and I think the reason for that is something to do with the anti-cheat, which they have not yes. uh, built into the Steam Deck yet. And I don't know if that's something that will eventually get changed or not. Uh, but it is definitely a disappointment that uh, there's a couple games that are... Are, uh, that require anti-cheat like uh, Halo and I want to say uh, some other Xbox games um, specifically uh, that I was just like I could not play. Um, so, so I'm crossing my fingers that they that they come back and fix it. I think I think the other Halo like the Master Chief Collection is potentially supported. I don't think uh, it's... so. Bit of a funny story about that is. When it launched originally, the Steam Deck, it, it was compatible. And, then, and now it's not. <laughs> yeah. And Damn. they updated it. And I'm pretty sure they updated it with the intention of making it not compatible, like on purpose. So That's I don't know what the fuck is up with that. Because there was some Reddit post saying how, like, the guy looked through the update and basically was like, they, they purposely, they almost purposely made it incompatible with the deck. So who knows what's up with that, if it's a politics thing or something, but... I was hmm. wanting to play the Master Chief Collection because that would have been fun. Like, playing Halo yeah. 1, 2, 3. I think 4 is up there now, too. Yeah. Uh, on the Steam Deck would have been fantastic. But, no, they don't They don't want anything to do with that. So Yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, yeah, what else did I, I... So, I threw... I also threw the uh, Genesis Classic Collection on there because it was a nice little way to play some, some old-school games. Uh, well, I Witcher find it 3. runs better than some of the emulators i've loaded up like yeah for sure i've tried some of the emulators and i just find the genesis collection works better obviously it's not going to give you a whole lot of games like you're not getting any other console but i just load up i'm like okay i played some golden axe i played some sonic the hedgehog 3 it all ran much better on there than it did a standard emulator yeah yeah it, it 
it seems like when it works, like the Steam Deck, it, it works pretty pretty well. Um, uh, the the games that are like unknown, you have like a fifty fifty chance of it being playable, uh, uh, and sometimes it works better than others. And yeah, it's just it's disappointing when you get to the one that's like, nope, no chance of it playing on here, and you're like, oh god damn it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so far, it's it's not been a ton of games that are like that, but there's enough there that I'm like, oh, man. A, a lot of the ones that I really wanted to play were action RPGs that are kind of like that Diablo style, uh, mm. like Path to Exile and stuff like that. Uh, like uh, Lost Ark is one that I had started playing that I was like, man, this would be so good to just play on like the Steam Deck, and it's like completely unsupported, uh, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, what else? Uh, I've played a little bit of The Witcher 3, which runs great on it. Um, I played uh, Visage, which is like a, a survival horror game, uh, which ran pretty good on it, but I didn't play super long into it. Uh, I installed KOTOR and KOTOR 2 on it, and those have varying degrees of success on running in there. Like, the, the Knights of the Old Republic, uh, man, the screen was all sized weird when I first ran it, but I was able to tweak it a little bit and get it running. Uh, uh, yeah, it just, I think because the, the resolution on that game is, like, really low, because it's, like, an old, like, 1080, not even 1080 game. I think it was, like, a... Like an older, uh, shittier resolution than 1080, mm. um, and it it just it just didn't quite look great when I first started started up. So I had to like go in and resize the screen, and then I was like, oh, it works fine now. Well, it's interesting um, that you say that because I've had some issues with some older Star Wars games. I installed um, what was it? Uh, I installed the original Battlefront two, because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't played that in a while. It'll be fun to play. That did not recognize any input. Like whatsoever. Really? Yeah, I haven't tried Kotor, but I did also try Jedi and I Dark Forces too, uh, and that just kept crashing. So mm. that's a bummer. And and I get like it's it's insane that this this console is just running these things without any sort of native built-in uh, uh, version of it for Linux, despite running on a Linux machine. It's it's bonkers that they do as well as they do. And I think as they add support and and updates it'll get better and better and better uh but yeah like it's like when it works it's really awesome and when it doesn't it's just so disappointing because it's like always something that like oh man i really want to play that and now i'm just looking at it and i can't um mm -hmm. but the game that i've actually been playing the most uh of on that steam deck is it's game it was like three dollars it's called vampire survivors uh it is it is a uh it's like a roguelike uh kind of game with like a horde mode kind of feel to it so mm -hmm. basically you you're just like a, a random dude you get like four characters to start and they each start with a different like weapon and then like as you kill mobs and mobs of enemies it basically looks like a a 2d top-down version of castlevania because uh, they use a lot of those sprites that are ripped right out of castlevania i don't know how they got away with doing that without getting in trouble <laughs> Uh, but whatever, uh, it, it, it's basically like you auto attack, uh, and based on the weapons you have, uh, picked up, you'll do different things. So like, if you get the cross, which is like the boomerang, uh, you'll throw that out there every couple seconds at a random enemy. And then you might get like the whip, which does like a slashing attack to the right and left as you level it up, it gets bigger and, and you can hit more things with it. Uh, but yeah, like you, you pick up these weapons and you level them up uh, by by either leveling up 
uh, with experience by killing enemies or by finding uh, other versions of the weapon in a, in like a treasure chest after you kill a bigger enemy. Um, and and you, you get more powerful as you go through and that more enemies spawn and you're just trying to like stay alive uh, the longest you can. Um, and there's some other hidden like goals like you can you can unlock characters by finding these coffins and then killing all the enemies that are around the coffins and uh, it'll give you another character to add to your repertoire uh, or you can you can use uh, combinations of weapons will eventually if you level them up enough you'll be able to evolve them into a different version so like they have like a, for example a lightning bolt ring that shoots lightning at random enemies and if you combine that with another item that you can get uh, that, that allows you to uh, have more projectiles, I think is the one for that one, uh, you eventually can evolve it into like a super lightning ring that does double attacks and stuff like that. So it's it's kind of cool because like you basically get eight, I think it's eight or ten uh, items that you can pick up in a run and you can level each of those items up to their max level. And finding those combinations of, of things to pick up that give you like a, an evolved version of a weapon uh, is kind of neat uh, because it, it gives you like a different strategy to kind of build your character every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you do it, you'll you'll keep unlocking more characters. You'll keep unlocking more things. Like eventually, you'll get the ability to skip uh, of the random choices you get when you level up. So you can you say, oh man, I don't like any of these options. Let me just skip, and then I'll get something better on the next one. Um, or you can you can banish items, which allows you to say like I never want to see this again, and the choices that comes up when you level up. Uh, so there's some strategy there on on trying to like build towards a specific goal. Um, but yeah, it's like super simple. Like you just auto attack all the time, and you're just kind of trying to avoid enemies and not die, and pick up a little experience orbs and uh, stay alive as long as possible. And it's super addictive. Uh, the games range basically from like a when you start, you'll probably only get like a ten-minute run. Um, mm. But as you as you get better and better, uh, you can play it until like each level has like a time limit that might be like twenty to thirty minutes. And if you can make it to the time limit, the Grim Reaper comes out and basically just eventually will kill you. Um, uh, so you can't get past it. But there's there's um, there's like I don't know six or seven different levels that I've seen so far, and they've they've added uh some additional characters and and uh the weapons and other things since i've started playing uh, so it seems like they're they're pretty cool about supporting it uh and again it's like three dollars uh so it's like super cheap and uh super fun and i i'm gonna honestly it's like a nine out of ten for me because uh, i can't stop playing it i'm just literally sitting in bed with a steam deck and i'm like oh, i'll play I'll play something else, and then I'm like, no, I'm just going to play Vampire Survivors because I can just jump on there, play, like, a 30-minute run, and then, like, you know, chill out and, and, and watch something on TV because it doesn't require a ton of, you know, uh, focus to do it. So I'll just throw some something on, like, uh, to watch and, and play Vampire Survivors for a couple hours, and it's been a ton of fun. Um, hey, like, I, I think that's where the Steam Deck shines the most is just – something casual that you can play that doesn't require your full attention maybe all the time so you can kind of look away or something and yeah oh yeah like don't get me i love this new app for a lot of things i actually installed both the crash bandicoot and the spiral collections those actually ran pretty well so uh 
Right. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it. I think that it, it's just because we're early adopters, we're gonna see the the rougher side of things for a little bit, and then yeah. it'll just it'll be. It's, Valve is really good about supporting their hardware. I think so. I, I'm I'm confident that it'll get better as uh, time goes on. I would like if they would allow for downloads to happen in the background while games running, because that is. Yeah, cool. it's 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 a little annoying that you're like you're like I'm gonna play something and then you come back like oh nothing's been downloading. Uh, yeah. It's fun. And I think yeah. they say in the settings that it's to ensure the game runs well, but I call BS, like... Yeah. Also, I guess it depends on the game. Like, I, I, I would rather they give me the option to download something in the background. Like... Yeah. If I determine that it's not running well, I could always go and disable it, right? So, I don't know. Something will... Yeah, so... Yeah. Steam Deck... I, I think Dennis got his too, and he likes it. But I, from what he was saying in our Discord, or not Discord, our Slack, he's doing more streaming games from his PC to it, not necessarily. Yeah, which which I'm interested in trying that, but I don't know. Like, is it going to give me a better experience doing that uh, than it would if I just played it installed? But I don't know. Like, I've been downloading games, and I find that runs pretty well. Personally, yeah, yeah, I, definitely. I, I'd be curious to look up, like, how well it runs, like, on YouTube or something, because I, I am kind of curious about that, but I guess in my mind, like, I don't think there's really a, a big reason to do that. I guess aside from the fact that you avoid the download, but then again, I don't have any problem just plugging in my Steam Deck. Like, I have it plugged in now, and I just have it, like, downloading some games, and it's like, yeah, like, just do it while I'm doing something else, so. Yeah. How big of a micro SD card did you end up getting for yours? I uh, actually just pulled the one that I had in my Switch. Switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I I looked at my Switch and I'm like, I don't have that much. But it's just like a 25 gigabyte one. It's not that big. Okay. But I I figure like next time there's a big sale on Amazon, I'll, um, I'm definitely buying one of those um, USB-C docks because it's a ridiculous. Like... Uh, I needed to get one that's got like Ethernet and some other stuff, and just plug it in, and that will make things a lot better. I th feel, but yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I think that's it. The ghost of Lucas is here, whispering to us that he's pro he's still playing Hearthstone. Actually, I wish he was on so I could make fun of him for how I beat his ass in Hearthstone. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I was uh, on the. I was taking a commute the other day, and I saw he was online, so I challenged him to a game, and he played the most cancerous deck possible, which is Mech Mage right now. And then I just played this deck where you can just keep summoning. Well, he plays a hunter, and you keep summoning animal companions, but you can just easily fill your board with animal companions, and I, 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 I pretty single-handedly beat him. It was pretty funny. Anyways, um. Yeah, I guess we'll be back in two weeks. I think around that time will be E3, I want to say. Well, not E3, but, you know. And, yeah, that Summer Games Fest or whatever they're calling it now. Uh, yeah. They're, they're I'd imagine. adjacent thing, so we'll have that to yeah. check out. I noticed the news has been picking up quite a bit, so. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a deluge of stories coming through in the next couple of weeks, I think. Because even if there is no E3, they're going to want to use the time that everyone's used to hearing these things. So. Well, now they just got everyone's got their own little stream or whatever. Yep, so. exactly. 
All right. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.